everybody, welcome back to Lessons Learned, the podcast where we aim to turn our experiences into your wisdom. I'm Randy, here today with Chris, Jared, Joe, and Talon. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about kind of surrounding yourself with the right people and what that means to us. And uh, we're going to test out a little bit of video today for you guys, so hopefully we'll be able to put this up on YouTube and you can see our faces a little bit as we go here. Chris, go ahead. Hey, thanks a lot, Jerome Flynn. Uh, yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> <Well, that's laughs> <making laughs> Where are you? Hey, no, that was a good one. <laughs> um, yeah. What's up? First time seeing us record, huh? It's good to see you. I can't see you, but you can see me. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Good friends, right? Now, we talked about true friends. Now, we're going to be talking more about like the types of people you hang out with. So, for us, we like to hang out with each other because we're all... You know, got sort of like an entrepreneurship spirit, um, entrepreneur spirit. That's what I meant. Entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial. Words, words are hard. Um, Big words. Words are very hard. Is the camera, dude? It's got me nervous. Um, Uh, Here we go. But so it's important to you know you don't want to hang out with people who are just gonna drag you down. Like someone who complains a lot, like me. I don't know how you guys actually put up with me. You're awful. All I do is put you guys. I don't. Yeah, Joey just gets angry, which makes sense. Chris, I want to punch you in the face when we were staging that picture the other day. Well, it came out good, though. It did come out good. (laughs) So anyway, these are examples, right? Like, yeah, I'm a pain in the ass, but I help people. So what do you guys think about this subject? Uh, I think we can also reiterate kind of what we explained in the good friends uh, or true friends episode where we talk about how to deal with negative people and just kind of how to like navigate through that whole situation true also speaking of negative real quick it's negative 20 outside here at omaha Ugh, gross for reasoning disgusting yeah so just miserable a little update on our lives my hands it's, are uh, cold i actually might bring out the hand warmers yeah it's pretty <laughs> cold in here um i think it's like 65 probably in this basement i mean studio ooh, ooh. But, f's in the <laughs> chat yeah anyway that's what we're dealing with so yeah friends randy What's That's your, me. What's your takeaway on this? So I think in life you need to surround yourself with people who are going to help move you forward. Uh, and this was something – it was funny because I had a couple friends when I was a kid that my dad didn't particularly like. And I kind of never understood it because I always seemed like they were good people. But now as an adult, I get it. So the problem was he would always say, he's like, I want you to hang out with other people than this person. And I'd be like, why? He's my friend. He like, he's like, yeah, but he's not going to get you anywhere in life. Like try and you want to surround yourself with people who are going to like kind of advance with you. You need to be around people who are kind of in the same stage as life with you. And, uh, you don't want, you don't want people who are going to hold you back. I got a good example of that. Okay. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Dun, 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 dun. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, but yeah, remember how me and Tom were painting this the glorious studio yesterday oh uh, yes it actually, i helped a little yes. bit you did you That's did your walls out of five you guys did like 75 <laughs> percent. Okay. no you helped out but uh i called randy up yesterday i said randy why aren't you moving out here and you know we had a discussion and we're just trying to get him to move away from home and like get out here like we're, we're gonna support him like the way we put it was you can literally just pack up move out here and like you can live with us for free until you find a job and like get on your feet you know like, that's the type of people we're going to be talking about today. Like, yeah. those type of people that are just there for you, trying to, like, help you in life. Like, it's so key to have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and okay. that's, you know, and again, that's why, I think that's why 
we all work as friends. I think we're kind of in the same place. We're we're in kind of the same. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, like same point in life. Yeah, yeah, and like I think we all kind of want similar things for ourselves. I think that helps. Like I when like you that when mindset, you mindset right. Yeah, when you're friends with somebody who like wants something completely different. Like for instance, one of my friends growing up was kind of. He just he was just really like laid back and just kind of was like, oh, I just want to like chill. And I was more like, I want to go to college. I want to get an education. I want to like be this. I want to make good money. And it's kind of like we weren't really as compatible as friends because for that reason, it was kind of like he was holding me back. It's just like, but when you're younger like that, you can't see that when it's right in front of you. Yeah. And that doesn't mean like that person, they're not a bad friend by any means, but they just want something else in life than you. So you just have to. At some point, you just have to decide, is it worth me being spending more time with this guy, even though he's a good friend, but he's right. just not helping me grow as a person. Right. And you never let those friends go. Like, if they're a good friend, they're a good friend. Like, I would, I'm not advocating, like, you know, even though somebody's not a good friend, but they want something different than you in life that you can't be friends with them. But I think yeah. as far as when I say surrounding yourself with the right people, it's like, okay, you can be friends with that guy, but you also need people in your life who are going to help move you forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you right. might... You might not break things off with that friend, but you would devote less time to them. You wouldn't start a podcast with that person because you know what kind of friend they, they are, and they probably wouldn't be able to support you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Adventure like start that. A podcast with you guys. You <laughs> wouldn't do it all by himself. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. One I don't know podcast. if I can. I don't know if I can really associate with people who eat Panda Express eight times a week, though. So yeah, I don't think uh, anyone can really. There's just something wrong with those people. It's Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's Panda? <laughs> but I got another good example. Um, so I was texting Sam. She's deployed uh, right now. So I was texting her the other day. And I was like, you know, like I really enjoy talking to you because we can have meaningful conversations as friends and like, you know, actually like vent to each other uh, and talk about like where we want to go in life. Like, uh, what's a good example? Like she... I mean, she was struggling, you know, she's like, I, I kind of like homesick. I was like, I know I've been through it. I've been, I've deployed like seven times already. I know exactly what you're going through. And I gave her like a timeline of how thing, how our emotions are going to work because of my experiences. And like, that's, it's nice to have, like, you can reach out to someone and like, especially if they've been through it before, you know, it's like Randy, if you moved out here, I'd be like, Hey man, look, it's going to be a struggle. You're going to feel homesick. You're going to miss your family, but like, you'll get over that. And here's like a timeline of how it worked for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think, uh, along with that, it's important to to realize, you know, there are two things that someone can respond to with that. If they're a negative person, they can either try to top your grief or whatever you're going through. They can try to top that with, oh, I've I've been through way worse and stuff. They try to top your little uh, like what you're going through. Um, and then also they could they could like just be happy, kind of like find joy that you're in a hard time. Yeah. And that's those are like some clear signs that you might not be hanging around the right people. Yeah, and that first yes. one that you said is actually like one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah, like, they're, 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 they're the type of common. people that like you can go to them and it's like, man, I had a terrible day. Like this happened, this happened, this happened. They don't listen to you. All they do is then respond is like, oh no, this happened to me. I think that's significantly worse. It's just like, I I was, ta- like, I was yeah. talking about how bad my day was. I was going to ask you how yours was, but yeah, th- <laughs> thanks yeah. for just ignoring, <laughs> ignoring all of my feelings right now. Like a good I example for us is that. when... When we deploy and they're like, oh, your deployments aren't even tough. Like, shut up, man. I'm not <laughs> home. Like, yeah. I'm away from everything I own. I'm on a different time zone. My phone doesn't work. Like, leave me. What are you talking about? It's a 
push deployment. And then, like, I mean, you could talk to, like, people, like, who are grunts in the Army or yeah. the Marines and be like, yeah, we aren't getting shot at. But yeah, everyone still has a difficult time being away from family. Right, dude. Okay. It's, not it's all easy. perspective. It's, it's Everyone's different anyways. Yeah. So. And that's I mean, a pet peeve, too. So, yeah, if someone, if you have a friend that tries to top whatever grief or whatever your situation is, understand that what you're going through is important as well and try to realize that. Yeah. I, I always like that's one thing that I try and do because that's something that I hate as well. Um, if somebody's texting me because they're having a bad day, I could be having a bad day. I could know I'm having a worse day than them. I could be positive about it, but I'm not going to be like, you know, oh, well, this is what happened to me today. Like, no, like yeah. they're texting me because they're looking for someone, you know, for maybe a little bit of comfort or like to talk through something that they're going through, not for me to bitch about you know, what's happening in my day and totally downplay what's happening in theirs. Like, heck yeah. Like, yeah, I could be having a worse day, but they reached out about their day, not mine. Yeah. Exactly. And then if they want to not... ask me and, and say like, you know, Oh, what do you have going on? Then I can, then that's when you say like, you know, Oh, well this happened. It really sucked and blah, blah, blah. But at that point mm-hmm. it's about them, not about you. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I liked, so Chris kind of mentioned that you told Sam like, Hey, this is like, I've, I've been through this. This is kind of like what you can kind of expect to some degree. Uh, we talked about it multiple times on the show, but mentorship, like your yeah. friends can be your greatest mentors. I, I mean, she, you could probably read books and articles to learn all that stuff, but it really means a lot when a f- personal friend comes to you and like tells you all these things. It's like, Hey, this is how you can get through this. Yeah, exactly. Take that, take it, take advantage of stuff like that. Get the experiences of your friends and let them be your mentor. Even if it's just for one moment or one, one struggle in life. Yeah. I have something to add to that too. So uh, there's a saying I forget the saying. Oh, here it um, comes. Uh-oh. It's like don't don't give pearls to swine or something. Uh, uh, where it's like, yeah, I know if you have if you have wisdom, <laughs> or you're trying to mentor a friend and they don't want to listen, then Screw don't it. bother. Yeah, not worth your because, time. Because huh? yeah, I mean, you're just telling yourself, okay, my words don't mean anything. Like they aren't they aren't valuable to other people. I have the best Which words. It's pretty brutal, but, you know, uh, something that I heard from Jordan Peterson is uh, along the same lines as surgery is brutal, but you have to go through it. You know, you have to rip a person open and uh, you have to go through that process in order to heal them. Oh. And yeah, if you if you want to, like, give your friends good advice, sometimes you got to like you got to rip them open hmm. and it's a brutal process. I mean, that's kind of, we talked about it before, like even like hard truth or, I mean, we, we kind of just tell people like you, like I'll, if, if you're annoying me or if I think you're doing something wrong, I'll just be honest with you. Yeah. And it's like, I got, that's tearing you open right there because it's like, I want you to like see what you're doing or yeah. why, why it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Sure. So if, if a friend is able to receive the advice that you give them, or at least try to understand it and like talk to you about it more then or at least seem like you know, maybe they don't understand it at the time, but at least seem like they're trying to receive it in a good way, then, and then, yeah, that's a good friend. Yeah, they should be able to tell when you're trying to actually help them um, versus, like, if you're just trying to insult them. They should be, they shouldn't get defensive. Hopefully, they shouldn't get defensive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it doesn't have to be just friends, too. It could be, like, it's just who you surround yourself with, right? Yeah. So, like, yep. you know, you work sometimes and, and you, you just don't vibe with people, right? Like, I, currently my situation i'm not vibing with somebody and it drives me insane and it bothers me because i can't control who i'm around anymore because like he's in my office like 
that's who I got to deal with. And it's, nah. it's tough. Like it, it kind of sucks, but you just got to roll with the punches, I guess. I don't really have a solution for that because you can't so, do anything about it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have a choice in the matter and sometimes you just have to deal with it. But you know, at the same time, you, you can only control what you can control. So like, you know, what kind yeah. of people you want to be around. And like, yeah, in, in certain situations, like in work type situations, you can't really do anything about who you're put around because, you know, whoever, like in my case, like if somebody gets hired, that's not good, then that's just, it is what it is. Like I have to deal with it, but that doesn't mean I have to hang out with that person outside of work. True. Yeah. But you got to deal with that person right. for what? Eight hours a day now. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It's tough. It's like, I guess the one thing you can do, cause we offer solutions here at lessons learned podcast. we try to is sit down with that person and have that conversation just be like hey this is like this is my personality i'd really love for it to work with you and like i right now it's not and here are the reasons why and here's what i think we can do even i i will help i will sacrifice a little bit of my personality and like try and mesh this together so it's less stressful for everyone yeah that's just a nice and professional thing to do it's better it's better to just be up front than just let the relationship be like because you have like you said you have to yeah you have to sit there eight hours a day probably with this person so yeah you don't want to just be sitting there just frustrated your entire day and like you said let it stew and at some point you're just going to explode and i feel like that comes with like a sense of maturity because dude two years ago i would never do that but i plan on doing it this week so like i you just you can't be afraid of what people think of you like who cares if if i see a problem i'm gonna confront it you know so, sorry, there's a dog. Surround yourself with dogs. Yeah, exactly. If you just do that, you're good. Cool. So for like a good example uh, is when, you know, we were all going through shit this year, or I guess last year at this time now. Um, and we we're like, you know, we're all kind of in the same boat. Like we want to, we want to do something more. We want to get our voices heard, you know? So we like, we were like, me and Randy were like, why don't we start a YouTube? And then Jared's like, why don't we start a podcast and do it on YouTube? We're like, oh, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Jared stole so, my thunder, right you bastard. And then you know what? We were always afraid, like, since day one, I was like, I don't want anyone to lose steam. Like, I don't want someone to get, like, three months in and just be like, I don't want to do it anymore. And none of us have done that. Like, we're all, like, keep pushing. Let's keep going. And those are the type of people that you need, right? Like, if you know... I mean, we were very selective of who we let on and everything, right? I mean, right. I don't know. You kind of just put Ooh, a message out exclusive. in the group chat. Like, who wants to be in the podcast? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at the beginning, at the beginning. Yes. And then it was kind of selective to yes. some degree. Yeah. Um, but we we don't want people who are just going to be like, well, I don't really want to do that today. Like, I'm kind of over it. Like, that's that's not the type of people you want. You want the type of people to wake up and push you, right? For Jared, Jared works out. He's big, small, but I mean, he goes to the gym. He tries to at least. Jared doesn't um, even do legs. Just his calves are bigger than my biceps. So. I know. <laughs> he, has, he has very specific pants meant yeah. for bigger, bigger calves thighs. Are bigger than my biceps. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, for example, I work out with him. Used to at least. He's about to quit the gym, but whatever. Nerd. <laughs> Save that money. Financial minimalism. Hey. Yeah. But uh. Like a spotter, like your workout partner is a perfect example of this person, right? They're not going to, a good one is not going to get in there and be like, all right, dude, you ready to go home? Like I'm done. They're going to push that other person. Like, come on, dude, another set. You you got it. Like another rep. Let's go. Right. That's the type of people you need in life. Like that's a good analogy. Get yourself a workout partner in life. Right. Honestly, a spotter is a great analogy as a good friend because they're there to push you. 
but if you also save can't, you. <laughs> if, if, yeah, if you can't do it, they're there to help you. Like exactly. they're literally they're there to protect you. They know so. the middle ground too. Yeah. Get yourself yeah. a workout Facts. partner. Boom. In I life, see. though. In, in life. life. Yeah. And in the gym. Maybe you should hit the gym. <laughs> you need both. We could uh, all hit the gym a little bit more. Yeah. Both. <laughs> Chris, if I move out there, we can reunite as workout partners. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yes. You better we used to be. Jer- Jared leaves and uh, Randy yes, will come Randy. in to replace him. Oh, swoop in, yeah. save the day. Yes. You gotta move Watch. out here first, though. He's not gonna work out. Oh! With you, Chris. He's gonna work out with Jared. <laughs> I just ditched you for Jared. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going on base. Fuck way. you, Chris. Uh, yes. So we kind of talked about friends, coworkers. There's one big thing left in your life, right? Yeah. Family. What do you mm. think about that? Yeah. The what fam. do you do if a family member? Or even like, let's say your best friend, because that's basically like a family member too. But for this example, what if you have a family member who is just bringing you down? Um, and I also heard from Jordan Peterson, uh, his analogy that he used with this was um, a lifeguard, the job of a lifeguard. So when you when the lifeguard goes to save the person, they hold their leg out between them. And then the person's flailing around and the lifeguard comes up and they're like, hey, I want to save you, but you need to calm down. And if the person just starts clinging on to them, what does the lifeguard have to do? Punch them in the face. The lifeguard has to push them away. Uh, And (laughs) that might seem pretty cruel, right? But what if that person drags you down with them? Yeah. Yeah, That person's just going to drown themselves and drown you at the same time. We should have started with that analogy. Yeah. So <laughs> I like my workout partner one better. They're yeah. both good. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you have to bad. you have to push them away in order to save yourself. Yeah. And then sometimes people need that push to like. Sometimes people need to reach that bottom. To they need to drown basically to yeah. realize how they are, like what they need or to be change. dead. No. Because yeah. they drowned. You know what the best part about 2020 was is like I hit rock bottom. There's nowhere to go but up, bro. Like, that's the best part. That's how I looked at it. I mean, start from the bottom. Up. Now you're here. Exactly. Like, yep. once you get kicked you down shits. so far, you, like, easily, there's nowhere to go but up. I yeah. mean, it's not always, I mean, something worse could always happen, right? But you got to look at it that way. Like, sweet. I can go way further than I am right now. Yeah. It's like stocks. Stay dude. optimistic. It's like Fucking a send it. Episode, right? You hit rock bottom of the stock market, you invest, and then it skyrockets, and you're back on top, baby. Yeah, Hell baby. yeah, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah. Going back to family, just because uh, surrounding yourself with the right person, it's tough with family because, I mean, you're kind of stuck with them by blood, uh, and it's really hard to come up with that excuse though, choice. too, because in reality, you can you can cut people out of your lives if you really want to. Uh, you just want to make sure you don't cut ties with the rest of your family. You just want to let them know reasons why, uh, because your family can be toxic. They can, they can be pushing you down. They could be, I mean, lifeguard analogy, they can be pulling you down with them, but it's just so hard because you are detached to them. You've been with them your entire life. So it's just, yeah. And it's, it's, it could be scary too, because since you have, then since they are family, they're also kind of your comfort and your support system. But at some point, you just have to grow as a person, and it's it's hard to not cut ties, though. So honestly, if if a family member is bringing you down, how do you how do you tell them, hey, I need to get away from this? Because honestly, I don't know. You know, I, in in that situation, it would have to be a it would have to be a pretty extreme situation. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So I think you would, I mean, I've never had to do this, but I think you would tell them, Hey, I care about you and I care about you so much that I'm willing to like separate our kinship in order for you to get better in order for me to not drown with you. Yeah. I've got a perfect example of this and I need to do this, but it's so hard. Like how do you tell somebody this? Right. And he's, he listens to it. My older brother, like, I bet you guys didn't even know I have an older brother. I'm, you guys do, but yeah. yeah. Who? You do? Oh God. He's just, <laughs> Joe. he's, <laughs> Wait. He's, he's not on the same wavelength as me and Joe. Um, and it's very exhausting trying to constantly care for somebody and tell them, hey, I see you're going to make a mistake. How do you not see it coming, right? And they don't want to hear it. And they do it anyway. And then they reach out. You feel bad, so you reach out. And then just same thing. It's a constant cycle, dude. And like to me, it's exhausting to the point where I get a text. I'm like, dude, I'm not even going to look at it. Like, I know whatever you're about to say is crazy. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, it's just, it's tough. Like, yeah. what do you do? That's that saying, don't cast pearls before swine. Yeah. If he doesn't true. listen to anything you say. Ah, there it is. It's just exhausting, Thanks. man. And then uh, I just, I could talk way more into it, but I'm not going to yeah. like shit on somebody. So <laughs> I think, like, I think I relate better to him uh, than you do, obviously, because I'm a nicer person. Uh, <laughs> yes. But, okay, but no. Uh, <laughs> Rude. But no. Um, me, me and him kind of we we get along because we do agree on uh similar situations but i know you feel the same way about our own mother <laughs> and um i don't know i kind of like to i like to play both sides and i get along with both our older brother and our mom where i don't know just seems like we kind of get along but they kind of go into the deep end on certain issues mm-hmm. and i, I don't want to i don't want to get into it too much but like you know i see them both uh pretty often but i'll, I'll call them both out i call them crazy yeah. and they'll probably they'll probably hear this and they'll be like ah i see i'm playing <laughs> no, both I've sides them... that way i always come out on top <laughs> exactly <laughs> but no, I, i've called them a, a little bit crazy on, on their ends but um i still see their uh perspective on life use but as as we said, you know, we're we're on we're family. You know, they're not gonna go anywhere. I think, in, and I still love them. I think in that situation, it probably takes a matter of kind of balance. So, Chris, I'm sure if your brother reaches out to you and he needs genuine help, you will be there. But if he just like you said, if he just texts you like something random that you don't care about, you're just gonna ignore it. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think that's really just the balance right there. You're still family. You'll still support each other when you guys need it. But I mean, in reality, people don't need that support every single day for every single little tiny matter yeah so um but yeah yeah family i can i mean i i kind of have a situation with my family as well where it's kind of similar so i have a cousin who mean i'm and i'm sure honestly he won't hear this because we don't talk um i have a particular cousin where we don't it's not that we don't get along we just don't see eye to eye on most things and we never had a conversation about it per se, but I just kind of feel like he knows where I stand and I know where he stands. And I think that we realized that we would kind of be toxic to each other. We're like, I would kind of seem toxic to him. He would seem toxic to me. And we just kind of like, we just go our separate ways because we know there's no point in having the arguments. There's no point in us really trying to communicate that much. As much as like that person is family and like I care about them, 
I think we just both realize it's better that we keep our lives and our relationships separate. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to do that and you'll have a mutual understanding about it, which is nice. It's always yeah. nice when you can kind of like still come together and even if you don't see eye to eye, you're still able to hang out, but sometimes it's just not feasible. Yeah, um, like on, on the rare occasion. Different. Yeah, on the rare occasion that we actually see each other, like we get along. Like we don't, you know, it's not like we see each other and we're at, um, automatically at each other's throats. Yeah, right. you, like, can co- you can coexist. Yeah, but we just don't like, we don't seek each other out for things like I don't just randomly message him or like reach out to him and he doesn't reach out to me at all. And, and I'm okay with that and I'm sure he's okay with that too. That's just kind of like where we're at. And I think sometimes, I mean, it's nice when you can kind of come to that mutual realization without actually having the conversation. But I mean, I do understand where there's situations where you need to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's kind of, go ahead, Joe. Okay. Um, I was going to say kind of like getting back into the, uh, surrounding yourself with kind of more so your friends, um, the being able to reach out to each other part is probably, one of the best feelings that you could ever have. A uh, good example. Absolutely. My roommate currently. Cletus? Um, no, the other one. <laughs> my, my boy Arroyo, dude, I've known since basic training, and now we're roommates here at the same base. Pretty great. Um, now, there was one time I remember, I think it was about a year and a half ago, where his car was having some problems with his belt, and he texted me. He's like, hey, I'm at work right now. Can you go to AutoZone, pick up this uh, this belt for me? And, you know, I'll pay you back. Um, I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, fucking drop the hat. I was there. I got it for him. And then drove to him at to work, got everything fixed up. And then literally, I think it was like a day or two later, my car had some problems. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm at work. My car has, is having problems. My head over here is like, I got you. I'm and, you know, he tables. comes. Yep. Reciprocates the favor. And it was just it was a great feeling to have, like to always have that person who's ready ready to go for you at the tip of this hat um tracy lawrence made a great song find out who your friends are and uh if you have not heard the song it's a country song but it kind of describes having those great friends that you can always rely on yeah and i think finding those really good friends too a lot of the time it's they kind of are going through the same thing in life as you uh i mean i think I think Chris has mentioned it before, but it's really hard to meet people here in like Omaha who like their whole family's here and all they know is Omaha. So when you find a new, like a friend that they moved here all by themselves as an independent person, they have no one else, especially like, because it's pretty much us because it's, yeah, exactly. Like we don't have family here. We, we came here knowing absolutely no one. So when you meet someone else like that, you can like you can vibe with them very easily you guys can support each other uh so so much better and i mean you mentioned it with like girlfriends and stuff like that too like it's important to me in a relationship that's important if you both like you know i've only ever dated girls where their family's here like that's what they know they don't know they haven't been out experienced the world that independent is a good word like they haven't been independent like completely independent right and find their way in life and find their own uh, th- way of thinking right like Joey I think he gets along with my parents and my family a little bit better because he hasn't necessarily left home I mean he's been away for a few months at a time but whereas I've been away I, since I was like 16 I was getting out of the house so I was just trying to move away right and then yeah, it was feasible I disagree with that but go ahead <laughs> it was feasible when I joined the military <laughs> and uh, I, I was forced to be on my own completely and then it just opens your eyes. You, you you see everything. But we're getting a little off topic 
because we're not talking about like that. What we're talking about is how to surround yourself with the right people, right? So again, family, friends have always been more family to me than family, like my entire life. Even going through through school. Randy knows this. Like I'd hit Randy up like, yo, let's go do something. All right, cool. You know, I don't talk to, you know, those awkward conversations with my parents. I have those awkward conversations with my friends, right? Um, friends get me through everything, whereas my family doesn't even know I'm struggling half the time. So it's it's important to me. Like friendships are the most important thing in my life. Um, yeah. So I mean, I sometimes I'm a dickhead to all of you, but it's it's tough love, right? <laughs> no and, doubt. Or it's just me being an asshole. Straight whatever. fact. <laughs> yeah, we're just, yeah, we're just really nice, facts, I guess. <laughs> you know, deep Maybe down, I'm a really good friend. So even if you want to punch, he's him not in the face that sometimes. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So the the qualities in those friends are really important what keeps you going like if you guys were like well chris i don't want to hear it or like gee chris like maybe you should just move back home and like things will be easier like that's not what i want to hear like you guys are like all right here how about we build up like let's let's keep pushing bro you'll get there like that's what you need well chris we had we actually had a conversation the other day in the chat where you know, you were talking about trying to get i guess stationed in germany or something yeah yep. and we all we all kind of gave you a little bit of tough love on that one. Oh, that is true yeah, because I forget. So specifically, Chris, I mean, Chris is a photographer. He's, yeah. He thought, hey, I'll move to Germany and my photography business is just going to blow up. And I'm just like, Chris, that's a terrible mindset. It's like, does that mean <laughs> yeah. if you stay in Omaha, <laughs> right. it's not going to? Yeah, you're right. Like you can't, especially as something out of your control. Like, yeah, you can't just do that. So we had to be those good friends. We had to surround him and be like, hey, Chris, you're looking at this at the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. I thought that Intervention. was really cool that you said that. Yeah, I was just like sitting, I was just sitting there just like, the fuck's wrong with you chris <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um you need to surround your people yourself with the people who will say that to you yeah yeah exactly. yeah for sure so yeah we talked about your friends your family your co-workers right like it's it can be exhausting but you need to make sure you're hanging out with the right people the people that push you make you to grow for example me t- me and talon pulling randy out here telling him to move and get his ass out here already right do it um they're gonna support you nobody wants to see you fail if you're hanging out with the right people right uh, the people who do want to see you fail are those people that you should not be associating yourself with, right? So just keep that in mind. You know, if you feel exhausted after hanging out with someone, it's probably not the right person to be with. And, I mean, that goes for relationships, friends, like I said, family, coworkers, right? And have that tough conversation with someone and be like, hey, I am being stressed out by you. This is why. This is my way of thinking. I need someone who's going to push me to grow. And don't be that leech that, like, constantly need that right be that person that can take their advice grow and then go back if you still need help all right guys this has been lessons learned thank you all for listening don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and go follow our other social media pages linked in the description from all of us here at lessons learned have a good day and see ya